Documentaries uh-huh. History Insights Interviews Chef's Deep Dive Ladies and gentlemen, we're on episode 11. Yes, last week I got it wrong. It was episode 9. We broke into double digits. Double digits. We're on legs 11, set ceiling number 11. We've got a long way off until we get into the three-digit side. Anyway, this week we are looking at the boundary-pushing film of corruption, politics, sexually charged, false dreams, semi-controversial kinky musical set in 1931 Germany as the Nazis rise through the ranks in this hedonistic musical extravaganza roughly based on a true story one of the all-time greatest musicals of the last 50 years this is Shep's Deep Dive into Cabaret Welcome and bienvenue Welcome Fremde Étranger Stranger Glücklich zu sehen, just wie enchanté. Happy to see you, bleibe reste stehen. Willkommen and bienvenue, welcome im Cabaret, au Cabaret, to Cabaret. Meine Damen und Herren, Mesdames et Messieurs, Ladies und Gentlemen, Comment ça va? Do you feel good? Ich bin euer Konferencier. I am your host und sage Willkommen, bienvenue. Welcome im Cabaret, au Cabaret, au Cabaret. And welcome indeed to Cabaret. Hold on to your hats. We have to go all the way back to the 1930s to an author called Christopher Isherwood. Now he written a book called Goodbye to Berlin, a semi-autobiographical account of his time in the 1930s Berlin and pre-Nazi Germany. He met these hedonistic people, he met the Sally Bowles, which we will go into in soon, and put them together in these small sketches. He also touched on things which hadn't been touched on before, which is the homosexuality, this free love spirit, which is more prevalent in the 1970s than it would be in the 1930s. So from this novel came a film called I Am A Camera. This film did really well, not a musical at this point. And then it was picked up and changed into a musical called Cabaret in 1966. This was a Tony Award winning musical. It ran for thousands of runnings in the UK and in Broadway as well. Then we've got the one we're looking at today is the 1972 Bob Fosse Liza Minnelli Academy Award winning Cabaret. So, with all that history behind, Bob Fosse had a number of ways he could be looking at the story. And he did. He changed a lot of the concepts of the Broadway musical into this new version. In the Broadway musical, the Sally Bowles character is actually a young English woman. And in the film, she's a young American. Swapping the roles around where the English teacher was American in this one he is English only at a struggle was Bob Fosse brought in he wanted to do it but because of his last film Sweet Charity was a flop struggle to see if they could get people to back him to have this film made eventually they did 
and he was good job they did too as he'd done previous stage shows and musical numbers he knew how to dress the stage as well and this is shown because a good part of the film a good percentage of the film is within that club the Kit Kat club so you had to think this film how do you sell this film you go to them and say it's a musical with Nazis Okay, you're going to get a lot of people turning their nose up at that straight away, especially after the Mel Brooks dark film called The Producers in 1968. It was a hit, but a lot of people snuffed it as just being purely dark comedy. Bob Fosse wanted to bring a drama and musical together. Bob Fosse wanted to go back to the original writings as said, back to the 1930s story and then embodied the new Broadway production of the musical numbers. He also took out some of the numbers and put some more ones in for the film, especially for Liza, a song in the film called Maybe This Time. It was originally written for Kay Ballard some years back, but then Liza sang it before Cabaret. They liked Liza's version of it so much they included it in Cabaret as one of the songs. It is so popular now that that song actually remains in a lot of productions of Cabaret on stage today. Everybody loves a winner, so nobody loved me. Lady peaceful, lady happy, that's what I long to be. Well, all the odds are there in my favor. Something's bound to begin. It's gotta happen, happen sometime. Maybe this time I'll win. Liza Minnelli in this performance really uses her mezzo-soprano singing voice and is best known even now for this film. Her Oscar winning performance playing the girl who's brought what the cabaret is selling. To her the point is to laugh and sing and live forever in the moment. To refuse to take things seriously even Nazism and to relate to the people only up to a certain point. She is capable of warmth and emotion, but a lot of it is theatrical, and when the chips are down, she's as decadent as her dark fingernails. Liza Minnelli plays Sally Bowes so well and fully that it doesn't matter how well she sings and dances, if you see what I mean when you watch it, in several musical numbers, including the finale cabaret Liza demonstrates unmistakably that she's the one of the great performances of our time and then you have Michael York his performance is very sober and pale as opposed to the historical performance by Liza Minnelli but of course that was necessary in order to stress the essential differences between the two strangers one wild hedonistic Liza and the other one more of a somber closet case as well um gay english teacher played by michael york which which adds to the love affair the triangle love affair between the three main protagonists of the film now we get to one of my favorite actors in the film he is joel gray he plays the master of ceremonies he also played the same character back in the broadway production of it and after the film he continued to play it as well 
He won an Academy Award, get this, a Tony Award and a Golden Globe Award for the same performance. He comes across as the madcap, macabre, nasty in his performance, his way, the way he snaps and sings at the same time. He sort of... Jiminy Cricket of the he went and studied German to get the accent just right his performance is as outstanding and keeps the film rolling on as him being the host to this crazy hedonistic show which performs there and every now and then if you watch the film as well the performance stops to have women wrestling in just in the middle of the pub and then starts up again all because of this guy put together his singing is outstanding and he did a brilliant performance with Liza Minnelli called Money Money sung with Liza Minnelli Joel and Liza sing this song together but listen how fast Joel sings this song with the accompaniment of Liza's vocals as well it's one of the best songs in the film Joe's performance in this has been described by some as a mixture between David Bowie and Dracula. In my eyes, I put in more of the horrible child snatcher out of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Dracula. His sinister, macabre performance, which, as said, won him an Oscar. And well deserved, if you ask me. The music in the film, even though Bob Fosse came from the theatre himself, he actually got the music written by John Kander and Fred Ebb, the original writers for the musical. He only incorporated five five songs from the original cabaret Broadway performance. Those were Winkleman, Two Ladies, I was going to say Two Fat Ladies then, Tomorrow Belongs to Me, If You Couldn't See Her, and Cabaret. In addition, they added Sitting Pretty and Married, which was performed in German. They also put the Mind Hair and Maybe This Time. The Mind Hair track sung by Liza Minnelli is a sultry, sassy, smoky song which, which like most songs in this movie builds and builds to a rapturous great finish of a song. If this song was a meal, I reckon it'd be a nice smoky barbecue. Have a listen. Bye. 
even more successful than the show and the soundtrack album went gold outselling the original broadway cast album it is not the record you want to buy to get the complete score though of course there is 30 minutes of playtime with this soundtrack if you add the broadway one you're looking at over an hour this one does contain a lot of Minnelli's performance particularly her rendition of the title song in the show and film the song's upbeat devil may cry mood is in stark contrast to the downbeat conclusion of the plot which finds the lead character sally bowles stranded in nazi germany coming from Minnelli, there is an added subtext as the performance can be read as some has put it a tribute to her mother judy garland and Gray is equally impressive, particularly with the Winkleman, as you've heard before. Ships Trivia Trivia Familiar Ships Trivia The Master of Ceremonies Joel Gray is the dad of Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. I think it must be the nose. The movie was made in the same sound studio as Willy Wonka. As the Willy Wonka film wrapped up, they just moved straight in. Those considered for the Sally role was Julie Andrews, Jane Fonda, Barbara Streisand and Faye Dunaway. Liza Minnelli, if you don't already know this, is the daughter of Judy Garland. I'm sure everyone knows that. Liza Minnelli joked that you could tell that Sally was the star of the Kit Kat Club as she's the only one with shaved armpits. After hearing that, I went through the film and tried to find it, and yeah, she's right. Friggin' disgusting. Shave those pits! As I'm all for talking about sleazy, red-lighted, smoky-filled jazz bars of the world of which I've inhabited before, seeing ladies scantily dressed, gyrating and dancing away, singing songs from cabaret, I must stop this procedure at this moment, and with the double entendres, for an advert. Yes, a bloody advert. Here we go. And here's a message from our sponsor this week from Algo Spasm. If you're bloated, they'll sort it. Algo Spasm 
has been going for over 35 years in the UK and predominantly in the USA. They make laxative chocolate and have given me some today for this advert to talk to you about it. Anyway, I thought I'd try some. So here goes. Okay, it's supposed to say it's instantaneous, but uh, to be honest, I can just still feel it going down my throat. So I don't know when it's going to kick in. So let's give you a little bit of the history of this company. They specialize in, as says, bloated constipation, that shudder, the mutilation, the jerk, the thrill, the headaches, the shaking, the hurting, the painful sensations which you get from constipation. This, oh, oh, I think I feel it now. Oh, that's not good. Oh, well, it definitely worked fast. Oh, unless it was that meat potato pie I had before. No, no, no. This, they, they definitely work. What is it now? Oh, less than 60 seconds in. Yes, I can say it actually works. Uh, laxatives. Whew. Right, I'm not getting sponsored by these again. Oh. As we're getting more and more into the podcast and I'm getting more confident with it every week, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, so to sum up, Cabaret, in my words, is an exceptionally well-made film. The music, the choreography, acting, screenplay and direction are all very high calibre. Even after nearly 50 years, it hasn't aged and is as shocking and as entertaining as ever. It also has the distinction of stealing some of the thunder from one of the greatest films ever made and that was Godfather at March 23rd 1973 Academy Awards ceremony the Godfather won three Oscars including the much coveted Best Picture Prize but Cabaret ran off with eight Oscars for this little film on a director whose first film bombed did very well indeed director Fosse and supporting actor for Grey it also won nearly every technical award in sight this landmark musical film shared highest honours with Francis Coppola's masterpiece only adds to the movie's, movie's luster. You can tell I've written that bit down, didn't you? Cabaret is a classic of all time. Thank you for listening. This has been Cliff Sheps. Give me the full name then. Sheps Deep Dive into Cabaret. What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play Life is a cabaret, old chum Come to the cabaret Put down the knitting, the book and the broom It's time for a holiday Life is a cabaret, old chum Come to the cabaret Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe, listen and enjoy. Come blow your horn, start celebrating right this way, your table's waiting. What good's permitting some prophet of doom to wipe every smile away? Life is a cabaret, old chum, so come to the cabaret. to have this girlfriend known as Elsie with whom I shared four sordid rooms in Chelsea she wasn't what you'd call a blushing flower 
As a matter of fact, she rented by the hour. The day she died, the neighbors came to snicker. Well, that's what comes from too much pills and liquor. But when I saw her laid out like a queen, she was the happiest corpse I'd ever seen. I think of Elsie to this very day. I remember how she turned to me and said, "What good is sitting all alone in your room? Come, hear the music play. Life is a..." Cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. And as for me, and as for me, I made my mind up back in Chelsea. When I go, I'm going like him. Start by admitting from cradle to tomb. It- 